Big if time. Big if time. What time is it? Big if <sighs> time is the time. Yeah, six six forty five Central. Big if time four forty five Pacific. Four forty four. Actually, we're trailing uh, two hours and a minute behind you. I actually rounded up. My watch said six forty four at the time too. It says six forty five yeah. now. Wow. All right. Well, uh, we started off with a bang here on the big if, uh, just talking about debating about time. Um, what other topics are uh, in store for us on this exciting Monday edition of the big if? Well, I think we got to start with just a, a quick little review of the Cassie Moore episode. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I, I, I enjoyed it, it a lot, too. I thought she was, um, you know, I don't think that you and I are real hard interviewers. No, we're not you know, really. We, we, we're really good at making people feel welcome and accommodated. We research people. And this is, you know, a sample size of three so far. But I don't think we're, you know, we didn't press Cassie on many things. Um, but she was interesting nonetheless and uh, seemed to volunteer a lot of information and um was pretty open with us i thought i really enjoyed having it i agree and cassie was our third guest and i enjoy having guests it's nice to sprinkle in every now and then but we're not going not that not that we're going to build a reputation here we're still small potatoes but we don't want to get a reputation if word starts getting around that we just badger our guests no 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 i agree you want the big gift to feel like a welcoming place but i'd like it to be um, I'd like there to be a soupçon uh, of danger that you feel when you come on our show, where you're like, anything could happen on the other side of that if. Yeah, but I, uh, she exceeded my expectations. I wasn't really sure what to expect. Uh, Cassie Moore and the musical library uh, that she has was still semi-new to me. I wasn't sure what kind of personality she'd have, what kind of conversation we'd have. I really wasn't sure yeah. where it would go. And, and, and we had you, nothing. And you even probably less than me, because I'm, I'm kind of the one that set that up and you were willing to just hop on board and go for the ride with me. Uh, I think it but, went well, though. I, mean, I do. She, she, I, she was happy with it. She's reposted. She followed me on Instagram today. Yeah, I was going to say, um, she has, I think, around 26,000 Instagram followers, and she was gracious enough over the weekend when I posted a couple of the clips of us talking about steadfast eyes and a few other things. Um, she was gracious enough to repost that in her story, and it had a link to our Spotify. And then maybe yesterday, I think mm -hmm. I sent you I sent you a screenshot that she, she posted a reel that was a, a repost of of one of our clips. And um, as of this very moment right now, Cassie Moore, the Cassie Moore episode is the big ifs most downloaded episode in history. It's the biggest if of them all. It is the biggest if of them all. And it's not even really that close. I'm not going to dive into the numbers completely, but just to give you it's she is the Cassie Moore episode is two the and a half jewel. The crown jewel and the biggest uh, crown. It's the feather saying. in our it's the feather in our cap so far, and she's two and a half times more than the second most downloaded episode. So, which was I think, what should be Chris? 
No, the uh, the second most downloaded big if is titled, what if you came across a glory hole in a mid-Missouri truck stop? <laughs> okay, cool. And it's ta- it's actually, there's Monty again. Um, hey, it's just slightly edging out a couple other ones. Uh, a great episode that recapped uh, Monty. That's great podcasting, but it it uh, it's just edging out the episode titled "Country Girls Are My Cup of Tea," which kind of recapped my my trip to Chicago to that Sam Hunt concert. Sam Hunt, yep, yeah. And then uh, that is tied with one titled "A Big If Throwback." What if your dating app date has pre-stalked you? Mm. Which I re- I recently repost. That's one of our earlier episodes we did back in the spring when we were first kind of getting things going and we didn't have Spotify yet. So I, I posted it on there and shared it a little bit. So those are our top four episodes so far. Cassie Moore, Glory Hole. How many we how many we have up there on Spotify now? Oh, if I pull up our our library, we've got nine. Nine episodes that's are pretty up. Pretty good. All right, yeah, that's, that's like half bad. of the things that we've recorded, probably. Yeah, and I still have a few. Year. You you were awesome enough to load up all the old audio files, so probably tomorrow, actually, maybe tonight, maybe tonight, I'm gonna pick one of our our other older ones and throw another big if throwback out there, just while we wait Love to it. get this one in post production. So yeah, shout out to Cassie, Cassie, you were great. We I couldn't I couldn't have been happier with the way things went. I hope you weren't just blowing smoke up my ass when you said you would take a picture with me in front of Cucina in Palm Beach this coming March. I have yeah, every well, I have every intention of DMing you, Cassie, and making sure that happens. So I hope that wasn't just all talk. I hope that happens. I hope it happens for you. Uh, and I'm talking to you, Cassie, um, because you got to meet this guy in person. I'm a delight. He is a fucking delight. What's wrong with you if you don't pick up his DM? What what? Why would you do that? Let's not let's not berate her before it even happens. I think all right, she seemed, all right. I'll take it. She, You're right. She's the best guest. She gave us our biggest bump. Let's talk about the future. We've been talking about the past with the big if. What's the what's yeah. on what's coming up with the, on the future of big if? Um, um, I heard Delino De Shields is on the lineup. Um, we've also got uh, Bob Tewksbury, um, Brian Jordan. Uh, Ray Lankford. There's going to be a lot of former ball players from a pretty specific era. I think one of the things that has made us such a great podcast is our ability to kind of pivot when something new is is drawing towards us. And oh yeah, you know, we yeah. we we were a drink review podcast there for a minute. <laughs> um, we kind of pivoted into a podcast about the circle, which I don't think we've fully abandoned yet. In fact um there's, there's some, more news on that front there's some I don't, I don't circle mean to break it for you but no well, we'll get into that here in a little bit but um so we were a little bit of a circle reality tv podcast there for a few episodes if you um, if someone were to just come in off the cassie moore podcast and be like oh yeah the biggest is a blank podcast do you think it would be like a new independent music artist podcast yeah emerging artists we emerging we, artists yeah emerging artists with the big if and you know, there's probably there's probably no shortage of independent artists out there. Um, most of them probably wouldn't be on Cassie's level in terms of musical ability, personality, the whole package. But we could probably find some people out there that 
we could we could get to agree to come on and we we could do we could be a music podcast emerging artist musical podcast i feel like at other various points and i know we're talking about the past again but it's interesting to dig up stuff uh, at other various points we're talking we've been a um a relationships podcast maybe a men's health uh, mental health podcast yeah um we've been a vacation stories podcast uh there's you know i don't think we fit into one mold no and i i would except prefer... for if the two white middle-aged men that started a podcast now that's a pretty large mold that we do fit and when I signed us up on Spotify and all that, that, that whole deal, I, uh, they like ask you like what category you think you fit in, like lifestyle sports. And, uh, I think I eventually just picked lifestyle because the, none of the boxes did we seem to check. We're just, we're eclectic. We do a little bit of everything. We're versatile. Um, but yeah, so I don't know what direction we go next, but I know it's up. I know it's up. <laughs> It's up and forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know what? Uh, random fact. I just, uh, you know, I've been uh, going through on like news cycle stuff today. And um, I went to yahoo.com, okay. which is kind of like my 18th in uh, order of websites that I probably visit once a day. And noticed that uh, Gwen Stefani has a son named Zuma, or I'm sorry, has a child named Zuma. And a child named Apollo. Your thoughts? Um, I don't mind. Apollo's kind of interesting. Zuma's a little weird to me, but I uh, it annoys me a little bit, and it affects my life in absolutely no way. But I do get a little bit annoyed when some of these celebrity types think they're being real cutting edge and hip with some yeah. names that aren't really names. The first thing that came to mind is um, I'm going to name a ridiculous celebrity child name. And you tell me if you know who the parent is. Okay. Okay. Yep. Apple. Apple. Uh, is that like a Michael Jackson? No, that's blanket. Oh, that's blanket. Damn it. Okay. Apple. Uh, is that Tim cook or Steve jobs? No, no. Um, um actress. Uh, is it like, Oh, Oh, it's an actress. Um, uh berry holly berry is it appleberry <laughs> wouldn't that be something um initials gp gp for an actress so it's apple p is, is the last name pi then um <laughs> no. gp no. uh uh greta um gail i i i don't know who is it she starred alongside Jack Black in the great uh, Shallow Hal. Gwyneth Paltrow. Apple Gwyneth Paltrow. Paltrow. I don't know that the the I don't know that Apple takes Gwyneth's last name. I don't. I'm not sure who the baby daddy is, but if my memory is correct, I believe Gwyneth Paltrow has a daughter named Apple, and I don't like it. <laughs> you know what? It's well. It's well within your right not to like it. It's also. I, I don't like and, it either. No, I don't hate her for it. I don't hate no. the kid for it, but I don't and like what you did there. I will fight to the death to defend her right to name her daughter something ridiculous like that. That's her choice. Is it, it's, is it my choice? No, but it's ridiculous in my opinion. Apple is a silly name for a child. Um, 
just generally. Uh, Blanket is also a silly name for a child. Um, doesn't Elon Musk have like Xenon 27 or something as as his child's name? Yeah, it's a bunch of, there's an X in there. There's numbers in there. I couldn't even. There's like an asterisk in there or something yeah. like that. That's the most ridiculous of them all. I respect his brilliance, but he's he's a strange, strange man. Have you ever driven well, a Tesla? Uh, I've been in one, but driven now. Have you? I've not. I had, nor have I even been in one. Is it was it like a like a car, like a coupe, or like an SUV, or a sedan? Yeah, I don't it was know. A what car, four seat, two door car, um, and we were just going like up the road our, with our our neighbors that we just met. This is in Los Angeles, but uh, they brought us and uh, I got to experience it just from the back seat and the cool, like big touchscreen iPad in the middle is pretty mesmerizing. And then it was, it was kind of cool. He like pulled it in front of the parking space and was like, all right, everybody get out. And then he just hit something on his remote and it parked itself. Wow. They're pretty cool vehicles. They got a lot it, of cool tricks. Who, who, who owned this Tesla? Whose car was this? I, his name's Elon. No, it's not. <laughs> um, no, it was uh, it was a former neighbor of ours in Los Angeles. Did they really open it up? I hear those things got some like no. pickup to them. No, 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 no. We weren't. We never got on the freeway or anything. It was just uh, it was traffic lights. Honestly, I, I would have driven, but I, he insisted because I think he just liked to be in control. Would you buy one if it was financially doable? Is it something you'd be interested in owning yourself? Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? I'm not saying that I'm. Uh, I'm not gonna say never to a Tesla. What if if it was financially doable for you? Would Would you be interested in one? I like to think so. I've never been in one. I don't like to do things sight unseen. But I would imagine if I got the chance to see one up close or experience it, that it's something I would do if it was financially doable. Let me ask you this: um, How prevalent? in napa where you are is a tesla charging station um fairly prevalent there's there are ev charging stations up and down the valley um in different areas and like fast charging stations pretty prevalent in california i'd say in general yeah because um, uh didn't gavin newsom make a a decree that they were going to move all to away from all gasoline cars by like 2035 that's right. What are your thoughts on that as a Californian? Um, as a as a Californian specifically? Uh, I mean, it affects you. It doesn't necessarily affect me. Just as someone right. that it could potentially affect. Uh, I am for it. I'm going to okay. come out right now, right now and say I'm for it. And um, I don't... I'm curious how feasible it's going to be, if there's going to be an infrastructure available. But I'm for it. I think, I I think it's um, maybe it's naive and like bleeding heart liberal of me to say, but I think setting a goal like that at least starts pushing us in the direction that I don't I think is right. Um, so whether it's feasible or whether people are calling them an idiot or calling um, California ridiculous for doing this, um, I agree with all of you. I completely agree with almost all of you. Um, but I think it's, I think sometimes you got to put the cart ahead of the horse just so the horse can catch up once in a while. 
And so um, that's, I'm happy to see, I'm happy to see it, but I, I feel uh, as though people I've spoken with just in my circle, I'm in the minority with that opinion. All right. And speaking of circle, can we talk about, I mean, hold on. Can we talk about that transition for a second? Yeah. That was professional. Well, okay. We, speaking of professional transitions, um, I talked to you a little bit about this, but there's some potential exciting news on the horizon in terms of a little passion project of mine on the side. What are your thoughts? I mean, what are your thoughts? Okay. So we did the Cassie Moore interview and it worked out perfectly because it beautiful. It's crazy how all this stuff ties together, but, uh, yeah. So after the day after the Cassie Moore interview, I was able to go in studio, uh, to, sit in with the guys on the morning after here in St. Louis, Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, the Plowboy, Action Jackson, my favorite show. I've listened for as long as I can remember. I've listened to that show. That show has lasted longer in my life than my marriage did, than my ex-wife <laughs> stuck around for. So that show means a lot to me and I love it. I've, I've been involved with it as an emailer, as a texter. I go to events. I I know these guys, I have a, a somewhat of a relationship with people involved in the show. You've been in fantasy football leagues with them. You've been through multiple phones during your tenure of a listener. Yeah. Um, this is a long-term relationship. Yeah. And I was lucky enough to get to go in studio. I had won it at a golf tournament. So I went in for the nine o'clock hour and I sat in and I do TikToks uh, related to that show. I almost said for them. I guess it is for them. They never asked me to do it. I kind of took it upon myself and I it's, make these. It seems t- like it's for you on their behalf. So. There's probably a little something to that. I enjoy the hell out of doing it. it it's my yeah. create. It's my creative outlet. I am. I'm not musical. I'm not artistic in a painting or drawing sense, but I feel like everybody needs some sort of creative outlet. And for me, it is dressing up as five or so random St. Louis radio guys and recreating absolutely ridiculous segments that they have on the show. But the show has quite the cult following and people that enjoy the show seem to enjoy uh, the TikToks. And um, I built a small TikTok following. It's nothing crazy, but they brought me in. We talked about the TikToks. They asked me about the process of doing it. And we talked about that. And um it was brought up in the middle of the show. You heard the clip. One of the guys on the show, Tim McKernan, said, I think we should hire you. That's what I think. I think you'd be great. I, yeah, I think I heard it. Great. I heard that segment. You heard it. And I, I think it's wonderful. I love my current job working at Sugar Fire. But that would, you know, if something comes to fruition with that, that would be a dream come true to work in sports media in a, in a very loose sure. term. Uh, to a show that means a lot to me that I've listened to for almost half my life. I obviously dig the social media stuff with making TikToks and putting our stuff out there on social. I love that aspect of things. It's like the perfect storm. And when we had the Cassie interview, we went in and or I went in and talked to them about that. And um, yeah, it was like the perfect storm. So that's kind of exciting. The diagram of your life and passion. This is yeah. this hits squarely in the middle. It's as close to the center as I think you could possibly get. And um, I emailed uh, Tim 
today and just thank them for the time that I was able to spend in there and said, Hey, you know, right. if you're, you know, if you're, if that's something that you're really looking to do is have more of an emphasis on social, you know, I'd love to talk about it. Um, I'm passionate about the show and I gave him my contact info. So we'll see if anything comes from it. It's exciting. It could be nothing, but um, yeah, that's exciting to have something kind of cool on the horizon. But anyway, something else that's cool on the horizon going back is wait, 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 um, was that another transition? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. My gosh. I'm working Uh, on my, you know, if I end up, if I'm lucky enough to be able to work for my favorite show, I don't know that I would ever find myself in a situation where I'm on the air. It might be more of a behind the scenes, social media kind of thing, but they're pretty good about bringing everybody into the reindeer games. And I need to be ready for these segues and these transitions. And so I'm, I'm working on it a little bit working on a little bit you're working on something else right now yeah um that is quite interesting that is also uh sort of brings us full circle back to some earlier episodes yeah so your transition comes in sorry um when i was trying to publicize our shuby interview our first interview i had joined um a a circle fan page on facebook and Mm -hmm. It's got the creme de la creme of society. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got about 20,000 members in it. And I, I posted the, sh- the link to the Shuby interview there. Um, it didn't really do what I thought it was going to do. The Shuby interview didn't blow up like I thought it potentially could. But um, what I had forgotten was that I had filled out an application to participate in a virtual version of the circle uh, via, <laughs> via the circle, <laughs> via the circle fan group. Facebook page. And I got a random Facebook friend request from this woman and I didn't recognize the name. I didn't have any mutual friends and I just didn't do anything about it. And then I got right. a, she what, like, what's her name? Uh, I don't know if I should give her name. Danielle Jones is her name there. I gave it Daniel Jones quarterback for the uh, New York giants message. Okay. Yeah. Continue. So she said, she commented on something I posted and said, check your DMS. And I checked my DMS and it was, she said, are you still interested in participating in season two of The Circle? I'm like, fuck, yeah, I am. Yeah, absolutely, I am. So um, it started yesterday. There was eight that was contestants. hard to have back problem? <laughs> yeah, so I started it yesterday. Yesterday was day one. I got to meet all the other contestants, uh, some private oh. chats, a little of this, a little what of that. The first, what was the first meeting like? Um, you know, it, it's weird. It's, it's all, it's all via messaging. So you're just kind of, you have time to sit there and it's think like being about in what, an AOL chat room. It sounds sure. Like. Yeah. And, um, you know, the first thing I did when we talked about the circle, I kind of brought up how I thought in the first season, I didn't see enough note taking. I didn't see enough people really taking copious amounts dissecting. of notes Yeah, to dissect everything. So, um, even though it's a, a virtual version, I thought I'm, I'm going to play this as if it's the real thing. So yeah. Yeah, uh, I only know one speed and that's doing it 100%, 110%. So I, I started taking notes on some of my fellow contestants. Um, I requested private chats with each and every one of them. I didn't want anybody to feel left out. I feel like I needed every to, single one. Well, yeah, there, there's seven other contestants besides me. And you have to request uh, private chats to be set up via the administrators. So I would message the I administrators and say, hey, I'd like a private chat with Holly or uh, set me up one with Luke. And eventually I just thought, well, I just need to, I'm going to open the lines of communication with everybody. I can't leave people Perfect. out. You know, one of the biggest things I think that can put a target on your back is 
when you either are showing favoritism or you haven't talked to somebody, you hear all these people say, I just didn't feel a connection with them. So yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to make sure I had those barriers with everybody. So social synergy, love it. Yeah. So I spent, I spent yesterday, um, chatting via this, uh, what's it called discord, um, with all the different contestants and whatnot and taking my notes and, um, there was a, a challenge that we had to do. It was something kind of silly. I won't even get into it. But um, today was the first, uh, we had to have our rankings submitted uh, by today. And um, so I submitted those. I ranked the other players one through seven. They did as well. Um, was that nerve wracking for you? To send them in or when they were revealed? To rank the other players. Um, I wouldn't say it was nerve wracking. Um, Not well, because, because, there's there like i guess the stakes are lower if there's not cameras on you right ranking and having to explain all of your uh rankings yeah so i um i sent i sent the rankings in and i felt pretty confident about my rankings and then this afternoon while i was at work uh an alert came through that said that it was time (laughs) for the rankings yeah we get them and uh like there's a there's a tab on the app that we use what alert you say alert so there like i get oh you know. i so, love it yeah so the rankings started coming out and props to the administrators that are running this thing because you know they build up some drama and they're like in eighth place and they send that and then there'd be a little break and so they started wow. releasing the names and um eighth place came i wasn't in last seventh no sixth no so now we're getting to the middle of the pack and uh, the admin says there's a tie for, f- there's no fifth, but there's a tie for fourth. Oh, don't, don't, don't. Yeah. And I ended up being tied for fourth. So I was right in okay. the middle of the pack, which I think. Right where you want to be. You think so? It, well, especially during like a uh, fantasy football snake draft. That's exactly where you want to be. It's a safe what- place to be. And uh, yeah, I think this is, this is exactly where you want to be. Okay. I'm glad to hear Outside you say of being that. So I told you this earlier, prior to the rankings even coming out, I picked out just a couple of the other contestants that I felt like I had had better conversation with than some of the others, just a couple of my favorites. In fact, they were my one and two ranked people. That would be Holly and uh, Jalice. And I messaged both of them. Jalice. Jolie, I messaged, <laughs> just uh, circling back to that Dolly Parton joke earlier. Full circle. All right. Full circle, baby. So I messaged both of them and I just said, hey, no matter what happens in the next 30 minutes, I really hope both of us are safe. And I sent that to both my number two and Did my number one it? ranked people. I didn't do any hashtags in that particular message. So I'm fourth. Somebody else is third. And then my one and two, Holly and Jalice, are the influencers. They're one and two. Mm-hmm. So I thought, ooh, you know what? That's probably a good thing. Those were the two people that, at least from my end of the conversation, I thought we had developed a good rapport early on. I had sent out that message. And I genuinely, I mean, I ranked them one and two. I genuinely wanted them to still be around. And um, but I thought, Ooh, that's probably, you know, my people are the influencers. I think I might be safe. And then, uh, they came and they announced the, uh, the person that was blocked. It was Harriet. 
Harriet was uh, sixth out of seven in my rankings. Um, so Harriet and in the was, total rankings, well, what did Harriet come in? Oh, I'd have to not go back eight. and not eight. She was not the eighth place person, but she was okay. she was lower. So um, old Holly and Jolie. Yeah. Sounds like they are being pretty strategic and trying to knock out someone they either suspect foul play from or could be a power player down the line and they want to eliminate the threat. So what Holly and Jalise expressed after the the voting and after the blocking was that they voted a person off that they did not necessarily feel like they had really made any sort of connection with. There was a lot of like really short answers, not a, not great conversation. So that's what they said they based it on. So everybody said, Oh, you know, sorry to see you go, Harriet and Harriet's blocked. She's out of the game. So then, um, so then about an hour later, we get a message on, on the app. It's an alert and it is a, an exit message from Harriet. You know, if you've seen the show, you know, that, when people are blocked, they get the chance to make a video that the other members get to see. Um, since they're all in the apartment, they get to go make a visit to another player. We can't do that. But Harriet posted her exit video and uh, Harriet's video was actually a male named Alex. So a catfish was sniffed out in the first blocking. Oh, right off the bat. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I love my gr- that. My girls, Holly and Jalise were just, out there catfish hunting from the start oh my gosh and so what did uh everyone have like a little reaction afterwards was it like oh my gosh i thought that harriet was really a harry um a couple people i asked a couple people and the people that i asked at least what they responded to me with was that they thought that something was up with harriet i don't know if they're just saying that or if they really felt that way but um, I think I think maybe that the fact that they were so short and such lack of detail and, you know, they just something's up with Harriet. So yeah. Harriet's gone. Totally. Harriet's Alex. Um, I, I got an alert while we were recording here. Something about Alex. I haven't read it yet, um, but I'll check that out later. But then we got another alert right before we started recording that very similar to the show. um, we got a new player that's starting tomorrow. Oh, how long is so, the game? And then ten days, they say. Damn, and you're well. You're and you're original cat. I'm. A, I I started. I'm part of the original eight, and you know, at Bro. least in in season one, um, it seemed like the people that started the game together uh, seemed to have a bond that they yep. didn't have with some of the newcomers. Um, so I don't know much about this Tanya person. They start tomorrow. Uh, I'll have to get to know her a little bit, see what she's about. Um, I have built. So I'm um, a former ice skater, Olympic ice skater. I'm well connected. Would, if you know what I mean, wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that oh be something? Oh my gosh! But I did. All right, I did. Bring it on, Tanya. So I did get a message also from Jalise uh, asking if I was interested in like forming an alliance. I love it. Uh, tell me more. And I'm not just blowing smoke up her ass because as I said earlier, Jolice was one of my Jaleesa favorites. Girl. Yeah. We have, we have a lot of similar taste in music. I think she dug my taste in music. I think she called me a whole vibe maybe. Um, mm, that's a compliment. 
Yeah. Jolice is all, she's a musician. She sings. So we talked, you know, about our taste in like R&B music and whatnot. But I said, hell yeah, Jolice, let's go. I said, I would like nothing more than for you and I to be one and two at the end of this. And she seemed down with that. And we talked about who we trusted and maybe who we, we weren't so sure about. So right now, unless something changes, Jalise is my girl and I'm going to try to ride her all the way to the finale. <laughs> uh, that was just funny the way you said that. Um, who, uh, I forgot even what I was going to ask. I'm thinking about you riding there all the way to the finale now. Do you want to see a picture of Jalise? Um, yeah, if it's not exposing too much. I, I guess everyone else in that circle has seen a picture of Jalise, right? Yeah, these are pictures from her profile. And also, I think I, I, I haven't I can't do it because I'm a I'm a member of the season. But I think audience members that just join this discord can like view everything they can see, like. You could go in and I think read the, I could the see conversations between other people. Yeah. Like you get to see everything. You get to see uh, what I say to Jalice and blah, 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 blah. Uh, the audience right. has access to things that the players don't have access to. So if you were an audience member and you clicked on Jalice's profile, you could see this. So I'm not, I'm not spilling any beans. I'm not, I'm not doing anything untoward. So this is Jalice's uh, first profile picture. Oh, Jolie, Jolie. Just I love it. Kind of seductive, uh, playful. Um, Very red with the red lips and the red uh, stuff, you know? The yeah. Red, um, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, for all of here, our listeners in Belgium, uh, Jolie has red lips. She's got a little red sucker and she's kind of doing like a little sucker pucker up type of thing. And she's, uh, she's very attractive. Oh, she's a singer. She looks like she's on stage now. Yeah, she's a performer. Uh, Mike, she sent got... me. She asked the uh, the admin if she could share a link to her music, and she sent me a link to a song of hers. I haven't got a chance to check it out yet, but um, she might she's... be the next guest on the big hit. Uh, okay, I I also have I haven't mentioned this girl yet because she's just kind of in the middle of the pack for me. But there's a contestant named Demi, and Demi um, is an aspiring TikTok star, so we have that in common, and. Uh, she said that when this season is over, she wants to exchange TikTok uh, names and kind of have like a, a duet or a TikTok duet type thing. So do a little collab. Yeah, a little collab, maybe under the a more music umbrella. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Can so we got if someone collab like they took one of our biggest episodes and they like auto tuned it to um, maybe uh, one of Joe Lisa's songs. You know, if, if the relationship with Jolice and I blossoms, like I think it has the potential to, um, and you're hearing wedding bells. No, but if the relationship oh. with Jolice and the relationship with, with Cassie, uh, blossom, like I think they could, if I could bring them together, who, I mean, we may be an emerging star Producer podcast stuff. before it's all said and done. Could you imagine if somehow we just happened to like pair these two women who independently are strong and they have their strong qualities, but they kind of need maybe a little bit of uh, what each other has, like this magic that each other has. Yeah. And all of a sudden we created like the next, I don't know, what would be a good 
What would be good? Beyonce. Let's say Beyonce. We created the next Beyonce. Um, this is a world where someone like Jolice and someone like Cassie could never cross paths. And just I want to I want I want to paint this picture for you. Jolice does become the next Jennifer Hudson, Beyonce. Um, and as she's on the, the couch at Jimmy Fallon and she's telling her story of how she became the multi-platinum Grammy winning artist that she is. Well, it's funny. I was on this show, this virtual version of the circle, and I met this guy named D'Angelo and we really hit it happened off. to have a podcast. He had a podcast and he put me in touch with his really good friend and possible romantic partner, Cassie Moore, a, a producer. Okay. I want to unpack that more in a bit, but okay. And Cassie produces a beat that Jolice just absolutely slays. And she wins a Grammy because I put them in contact. All because the, the big if made Jolice and Cassie. Well, Cassie's already made, but we make Jolice. Cassie blows up. Our podcast blows up. Holy shit. That would be amazing. Um, maybe it won't even be Jimmy Fallon by then. But uh, it could be. Not to, uh, That's the wrong detail to get hung up on. Yeah, um, Seth. It could be Seth you Myers. Did, you dropped in a little bit of nugget there that I wanted. I want a big if transition us into. Yeah, let's not gloss over it. What I think you did you use the word romantic interest? I said potential, potential romantic interest. Potential romantic interest. So is it safe to say that Cassie Moore went brought you from like big if to big stiff? No, no, it's still that's a too budding. Sexual. I don't mean to sex. I just sexualized her. Fuck, we're gonna we're gonna get canceled. No, and that's fine. But I just don't want to rush anything with Cassie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we had a we had a great <laughs> we had a great forty five minutes or so. Um, oh, she sent more than great. She sent me the picture of the double Spark. rainbow. Rainbows. Yeah, so I'm still trying to unpack what the double rainbow picture meant, but I, I feel like it's got to be good. Um, yeah, I, I think there's I think there's something to that. And, you know, like I said, if we if we sync, <laughs> if we sync up at Paul Beach, Palm. OK, the next Cassie Moore hit is going to be called Palm Beach in March, and it's going to be about when I made the trip down there and we met not through a zoom meeting and we became sexually and romantically interested in one another. And she writes a song about it called Palm Beach. And what if the, um, I've got one, one of the suggestions for a song name says if it's real. Ooh, a little, a little ode to the podcast. Yeah. If comma it's real. And it could be real. It could be it, real. Yeah, yeah. You could be D'Angelo Moore by this time next year. Okay, let's... I'm glad you said that. <laughs> if you could take any celebrity's child's last name, who would it be? Oh, man. I could see myself being a Timberlake. 
Oh, okay. All right. D'Angelo, D'Angelo Timberlake. D'Angelo Timberlake. Um, what if I was um, Jeff Malkovich? <laughs> I absolutely love that. Yeah. Trade Malkovich. You're trade, remember? Trade Malkovich. Oh, that's a sweet name. I might, <laughs> I might, um, uh, I might apply for the Circle Season Three on uh, Discord under Trade Malkovich. <laughs> I love it. I love where <laughs> this is going. Uh, so let me, I'm just going to write down a few things. D'Angelo Timberlake and Trade Malkovich. Whew. Wow. We're breaking new ground here on the Big F every fucking time. Um, did you listen to any of the new Taylor Swift album? Smooth I Transition? I did not. You brought this up... Uh, was it on Friday or something? No, I yeah. haven't listened to this, but um, I did notice uh, that social media and news sites got flooded with it. So I'm not immune to it. You can't not know that it's out, I think. Yeah. But I have not listened to it yet. I've got, I'm not going to tell them to you because we talked about maybe doing like a. Like a Taylor Swift uh, interview. Yeah, well, our people have reached out to hers. I'm still waiting to hear back. But in the meantime, I thought I I threw the idea out to you of us doing like an album review episode. Oh, that's right. Okay. All right. Is there any way to like, with audio to even just play one of the songs? Or you think that we're actually that might be copyright infringement. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how that works. It seemed to be okay with steadfast eyes and Cinderella is going to stay out late. That's true. Although, I I, yeah, okay. There might be something the to like, uh, like, can't you only if you only a play certain like length of time, fifteen seconds, and then sure. you have to credit then or something like that. Yeah, and I don't mind giving her credit. It's her music. I don't mind. If you think I mind, then you're wrong. You know um, what? I'll give credit where credit's due every time credit is due. What I'm gonna do right now is I'm just gonna throw caution to the absolute wind. Mm. And I'm gonna play you. All right, I'm just gonna give you a title. I'm gonna give you four titles, and I want you to pick which one you're drawn to first. I'm gonna play a little snippet of that song. Oh, okay, sounds good. All right, your first choice is Lavender Haze. Your second okay. choice is Antihero. Okay. Midnight Rain. And your final option is vigilante shit. I'm going to go with vigilante shit. I figured you would. That's the one that I would probably pick if that was given the four options. So here's a little snippet of track eight from uh, the new Taylor Swift album, Midnights. This is called vigilante shit. Did some bad things, but I'm the worst of them. Sometimes I wonder which one will be your last lie. looks can kill, and I might try. I don't dress for women. I don't dress for men. Maybe I've been dressing for revenge. Okay. Uh... It sounds to me like she picked up where Lord left off with Royal. Um, now that's just listening to her through the microphone on your side. I could hear a few of the words, 
uh, something about how she picks up girls, um, maybe instead of the boys, or she gets girls like mentally more than boys. But honestly, if I were Lord, I'd be pissed off right now. All right, let's do one more. Okay. Your choice. Um, steadfast eyes, please. <laughs> we'll we'll end the show with that. We'll end okay. the show with that. Okay. Midnight Rain, Antihero, or Lavender Haze? Uh, let's do Midnight Rain. Midnight Rain, track six. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Big If Podcast. We're going to slow it down a little bit. We're going to play a little Taylor Swift. This is Midnight Rain. He wanted a comfortable, I wanted that day. He wanted a bird, I was making my own name. Chasing that thing, he stayed the same. All of me has changed like Okay. Thoughts? Okay. Thoughts? I, I don't. I, my first thought is, if you're listening on Spotify and you heard that and you liked it, you're probably not listening to us anymore. You just clicked over to a Taylor Swift song. Well, our episodes are evergreen, and you can come right on back. That's true. We invite you back. Um, I, I don't know. You know, I uh, <laughs> honestly, my thoughts are, I, I don't necessarily. Um, like the idea of a music review, uh, partially because anytime someone tells me, "Hey, hey, listen to this, listen to this," yeah, they're I'm, putting it up on I'm pedestal not before you even. It. No, I'm I'm upset already going into it, and whatever comes after, it doesn't matter. Like, it's the next uh, Joe Lee and Kathy Moore, uh, you know, collection. If I'm being so asked hard right to listen now. to it, then I can't. Um, uh, I just can't accept it. So sorry, Taylor. I'm I'm never listening to your music again. <laughs> Cross Taylor Swift off the list of potential guests on the Big If. <laughs> well, if you want, if you want me to, come on and do a set, an unplugged set. You know what, Taylor? If you want to come on and debate us on why we think this album is just absolute trash, come on. We'll talk. To, we'll on. give you an open forum for you to defend it. But this is absolute. Garbage. Garbage. Hot garbage. Yeah. Thank like you. Like the Mizzou offense. <laughs> Very similar to the Mizzou offense right now. It's anemic. Uh, it like walks, doesn't even run. Actually, it probably runs best, but it doesn't really, um, it doesn't pass with me. Fuck you, Taylor Swift. I'm glad someone finally said it. Uh, yeah. and you, you know what? First None of you other podcasts out there have the balls to say it. To call out Taylor Swift besides fuck, probably Kanye West. Fuck you, Taylor Swift. I'm tired of your shit. Come on the podcast. <laughs> Please come on. I didn't mean it. I love you, Taylor. Just come on the podcast. Yeah, I've really enjoyed some of your songs. I just, I can't be forced to listen to music. I'm sorry. It's just, that's me. Hey, let me ask you a couple questions here. I was thinking about things 
and again, I, I always harken back to this, but you're a married man. So these are hypotheticals. Mm, yeah. I want to, I want you to put you in, I want to put you in a place of hypotheticals here. Oh, it's like, it's like being on the big if. It's like being on the big if. So you're a single guy, you're on the dating scene, you're doing apps, you're doing in person, whatever, whatever your little heart desires. And you meet, you meet a young lady that really just catches your eye. Um, good chemistry at first, after the initial meeting, you're planning on meeting again. Maybe you've met and hung out another time or two. And I just want to run some situations by you. And you tell me how much you're willing to tolerate. And I want you to tell me if this is like a deal breaker or not. Okay. Okay. The first one, um, you realize on like the third hangout, um, you're hanging out maybe in your place, watching, watching that your Netflix and chilling on the couch. Beautiful. And she says, Hey, will you pause it? I have to go potty. Okay. And she just, instead of saying, I need to use the bathroom or the restroom, she, ta- she that's what she says. I got to go potty. Oh, okay. I thought I, for a moment I was going to ask, like the pausing isn't so egregious. It's the use of the word potty. No, that was the end of the, that was the end of the hypothetical. Anytime she talks about having to use the restroom, she says, I got to go potty. Like she's talking to a kindergarten. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, all right. First time, first time, she's like, I gotta, (laughs) I gotta go potty or something like that. Or if she's kind of, you know, trying to be bashful about it because she's a little bit embarrassed that she's got to use your bathroom or something. All right. But if this is continued on, this is a pattern, a potty pattern. Yeah you know, six, seven dates into it. And, um, you guys are on a double date and she's like, oh, excuse me, I gotta go potty. I'm like, is she walking a dog? Yeah. I hate potty. I don't like potty. Uh, I don't like potty coming out of your mouth. <laughs> okay. So if it's a pat, if it's a potty pattern, deal breaker, deal breaker. Me too. All right. The second one, um, I'm going to go back to third date third date okay. go out to di- you go out to dinner light and the dinner first two went well obviously you've got a third date everything's fine so far okay um go out to dinner light dinner salad salmon something like that not heavy not bloating uh you come back to your place maybe you pop a, a bottle of wine um and she says hey can i ask you a question yeah and she says can i can i paint you nude like, can I paint a nude portrait of you? Mm-hmm. First of Is all, do you, do you do the portrait on date three? And maybe let's say that you're oh. like, I don't, I don't know if I don't really know if I'm, if, if I'm feeling that. And she like, gets kind of pushy about it. She's like, no, just let me paint you nude. Like she's pushy about it. It seems really important mm-hmm. to her. Is that a deal breaker? Just let me paint you. Take your pants off. I guess it depends. Uh, it almost how good of an artist is she? Because it's terrible. If this, terrible. She's no, a terrible, she's terrible. artist. Yeah. Um, okay. You're back at her place and she lets you in the apartment and strewn about the walls are other nude portraits of different men. And okay. you. And then you think, well, that's odd. But then later on, she asks you, she's like, yeah. hey, can I, can I paint you nude for my wall? 
How many? How many portraits? Eight. Uh, you would be yep. nine. There's a I big space for you. There's a big spot for you. Is that? Are there more than one spot left? There's two spots left. And she shows okay. you like shows you an empty frame on the wall where yours is going to go. And it's the second. It'll be the second biggest. It'll be the, the second class. to last if she completes the series. It'll be. There's one more after yours. And in terms of size, yours is the largest, the second largest. And her painting skills are horrendous, right? Like, they're, they're really bad. They're like, did a, did a third grader do these with finger? Like, what, what are you doing? Okay, so there's no way someone's going to recognize me. Uh, <laughs> no, it's going to look like a stick on. figure with, with balls. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm doing it. <laughs> For the story or just because or? For the story, mostly, yeah. Okay, so not a deal plus, breaker. Um, plus, things are going well, you know. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't think it would. It wouldn't be an immediate deal breaker for me. If that's the question, then then no, I, I would do it. Okay, I just I like don't your... want her to be like an amazing artist, and you know, it breaks off after day four or five, or maybe even after that evening, and then she's like posting basically nudes of me on the internet. Okay, so what if she's a phenomenal artist and the detail in these paintings is just remarkable and you happen to notice that you know one of the other guy, like, oh my God, that's my... Oh, that's a deal breaker. Okay, so the, the quality of the art dictates if you go through with it? Or was it the well, fact yeah, that you knew one of you, the other... you threw that extra layer on. I'm, I recognize the guy, one of, the, one of those who came before me. Oh, fuck, and that's Jason. So that's, that's... that's Jason. Right, right. Yeah, that's a deal breaker. Okay. Two more. Um, you, where do you, you live in Napa, correct? Yeah. All right. Meet a girl. Again, I'm just going to stay consistent. Two dates have gone pretty well. Mm -hmm. And she calls you up and she says, hey, uh, what are you doing next week? Uh, I don't know why. Um, hey, I I would I'm I'm dying to go to Disneyland, and I want you to go with me. And we're gonna do like five nights on Disneyland. That's a, and she um, and she like she pulls out a shirt where like you're Mickey and she's Minnie or some shit like matching shirts. She's she's a Disney adult. She's a Disney adult. Okay. Um, the Disney isn't the deal breaker for me. <laughs> okay. It's the five nights. This is yeah, our she... third day. What are you, a maniac? You want to spend five straight nights with me after we've spent probably seven hours together total? The connection so, was real. If I'm like, um, so I'm like, this is like an infatuation type of thing. Uh, yeah, she's infatuated with you and you're just kind of you're digging it, but you're not like over the moon about it. I say, um, I think I, I, it's not, it's not a deal breaker, but I'm not going with it. What if she starts crying? That's a deal breaker. <laughs> so that doesn't make you go to Disney. It just reinforces that it's a deal breaker. It reinforces that. Like, I don't think this woman's got a grip on what a healthy relationship is. If, uh, 
she's that upset that I'm not going to go five nights with her in Disneyland yeah. wearing matching coordinated costumes, basically. And she, and she has like an agenda, like you're going to the parades and the fireworks at night and she wants her picture yeah. taken with the characters. Yeah, her parents will be there the following day. How we'll would, would you downtown would, together. would you date a girl that her job was like to be Pocahontas at Disneyland? Sure. I think I would too. I think I would yeah. like that actually. More so Pocahontas than like uh Mickey or Minnie Mouse, especially not sure. I don't think do you think how how many uh men do you think have played Minnie Mouse at Disneyland? You think, it's, uh, you think that's it's that's, a non-zero number there's been at least one day where Minnie called in and they're like fred i can't believe i'm asking <laughs> you this but i need you to put the mini costume on and get your ass out there <laughs> oh i love and it fred, Fred's like, he's got an administrator in <laughs> no hablo inglés no soy mini <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think it's the night, the consecutive nights is the deal breaker for me on that one. Okay. All right. Um, this one I'm going to change. It's no longer the third date. Let's say it's like months, three, four, five, six months. Um, Powering up. So you're, you're in it with this girl. Mm-hmm. And as you start to talk about future, um, we kind of mentioned this earlier, but she just says to you like, hey, you know, I think I, I, I've really enjoyed what we've got going on. I can see a future with you. Um, but if we get married, it's really important to me that you take my last name. Would you take your um, girlfriend's last name? No, I, I change. No, 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 no. This is Sorry. six months, eight months. It's it's a it's a good relationship. You've talked a little bit about future. You you know you could see yourself with her, but then she says like, um, yeah, I'm, it just it's uh, it's a tradition it's in my family. It's important to me. I I need you, Jeff, to change your last name from Horn to Menendez <laughs> to Dahmer. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, does the last I name think- affect it? Like, if it's just something kind of cool, but or what? Yeah, if it's a cool last name, it's it's definitely different than um, if it's Malkovich. Then I'm, I'll consider it. If it's Dahmer, Dahmer, <laughs> you're fucking Jeff. That's Jeff a Dahmer. Hard no, yeah, that's a hard no and a big deal breaker. I guess I guess it kind of depends on what the last name is a little bit, because um, I'm not ruling it out. But uh, gut reaction is uh, we're just going to have different last names. If it gets to that point, we're just going to have different last names. And if it means that much to you, probably a deal break. Yeah. Would what about you... you? What would you say? <sighs> I it think was, it would be a deal. If it was Kurt Spears <laughs> or Kurt Aguilera. Not because of, but yeah, or whatever, Kurt Knoll. My my gut reaction is what you said. If if you're showing a personality trait where that's something that's that's that that's critical to you, yeah, then I don't know that you and I are going to jive anyway. So I'd probably try to cut the cord at that point. That's it. 
we're going through here. What if you? I didn't have this one written down, but we've talked. We're we're sometimes a a foot podcast. And what if you were dating a girl for six months and everything was going well, and one night you were fucking around on the internet and you saw that holy shit, I know those toes. And she was selling pics of her feet on only feet. And you just found out about it that way. That, that was my, um, how many dates? <laughs> uh, six months in, you like this girl a lot. And now I find out, come to find out, she has been selling uh, little pictures of her toesies. And her, her, or is this full feet? Uh, yeah, full feet. And there's no doubt that like truckers from one side of the country to the other have been beat, beaten off to her feet. <laughs> They've been beaten off. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess it depends on how much she's making with it and if uh, she feels good about it. Damn, girl. So that's why you've been buying all these dinners. Yeah. And I, I didn't know you. I guess it makes sense why you have so many sneakers now. If you, if you only, like, we asked Shuby this jokingly, but if you could sell pictures of your feet and no one ever knew I it was could. you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Would you do it to oh, make an extra two grand a month if your identity was never no revealed? No one knew it was me. Yeah. yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Me too. Uh, oh my gosh. I would doctor them up. They would look, they would look fantastic. I would get pedicures probably. Would you paint your toenails? For $2,000, an extra 2K a month? Yeah. I'd paint my toenails. <laughs> I think I would too. And I think I would, if you know, if it, it guaranteed me an extra two k a month for for life. I might even get like a tattoo from my my number one fan's name. If this episode, <laughs> if this episode gets from whenever we release it until Next a week at, a week a week after that. Okay. So when it's been released for one week, if it has 200 downloads, I will get a tattoo of the Big If logo somewhere on my body. Oh, shit. The Big If logo? Mm-hmm. The like one that we circle? use on like our promo stuff, that circle with the, the podcast name and our names on it. I will get that tattooed somewhere on my body if in one week's time this episode gets 200 downloads 200 after one week after published yeah wow that's bold i'm a bold man <laughs> dude i'm participating in a virtual version of the circle on discord i think i'm pretty bold all right i, I was just, all right sorry i didn't mean to do this sorry i was just clicking back over to discord here and i'm curious does it like did you play something called the tv show game this is all the- like I, I feel I'm like they've got all these games. Did you play something called Count to 2023 before 2023? No, I don't know what that thread is on there. I feel like it's but just you to see get... this stuff. I do see it, yeah. What okay. I've seen I see a daddy nick hashtag, a gambling hashtag. Which one did you actually participate in? Um hold on or a second. I just got a me- I just got a message from Joe Lease. Oh, Jolie, Jolie. Um, she says, where are you, bestie? We got to make a plan. 
Hey, uh, do you, what if Jolice is a catfish? Will you still do a TikTok a collab with her afterwards? Or You're him? mixing up people. That's uh, that's Demi. Oh, oh, Demi. I'm sorry. Okay. If Jolice was a catfish, though, and you had the power and you found out that you or he was a catfish and you had the power to broker a meeting between uh, this singer who's playing Jolice and Cassie Moore, but you found out they were a catfish, would you still go through with it? Absolutely. Insta-call. You're still connected to. Yeah. Prop. Wow. You know what? I will be disappointed if I find out that Joe Lee's is a catfish after the, I feel like the genuine connection that we've built in the last 24 hours in a virtual mm-hmm. chat room. Um, so if I find out that Joe Lee's is not who she claims to be, I will be hurt. But props to her because she's, she's played it off well. She's made me feel very comfortable. She's playing the game right. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I can't um, wait to update. I hope I make it to to the next day. I mean, there's another blocking tomorrow. We got to see what this Tanya broads about. There's a lot going oh my on. Any sense how many new people will be brought on before the cutoff? Um, I don't really know. I don't know. I mean, it's only ten days long. I'm sure they'll do a day where, similar to the show, uh, a couple people get blocked. There'll probably be a day where two or three of us get the boot. But uh. Yeah, I don't really know. Don't really know what I'm in for. I didn't really tune into season one. A couple of people talked like maybe they were audience members in season one, but mm-hmm. yeah, I like I kind of like the unknown. It's intriguing. It's I can't mysterious. wait to find out what happened. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh recap. Um, we might have like a little circle. We'll call it the circle circle. And um, it could just be uh, a little bit, a little uh, recap on our next episode. Sure. I would love that. Hopefully I'm still in the game and has some tea to spill for you. If what are the stakes if you win this game? Do you I get, don't think there's uh, a prize. No, I don't think it's anything. I think the prize is probably the just the content share afterwards, but you can say that you you won this game. And then maybe even maybe uh you could create a mashup of all the people who lost that like had to had to create a video of themselves. Yeah. I'm picking up what and you're putting down. Perhaps it could uh parlay into having my application stand out when I put it in for the real thing. Real circle. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I keep getting emails because I originally started an application, but then kind of just hit resume later and it auto sends me emails like, Hey, your application's not finished yet. And I'm like, I know I'm working on it. So yeah, a lot of things going on. What does it do? Uh, I don't think there's a due date on it. I think they've already got the next season picked, so it, it might be a little bit before they would even be doing an application process again. I should do my research. I'm not – I don't know as much as I should. There's probably another uh, other reality shows, too, that you could you could get on. Somebody at work today told me to go on, like, Love Island or one of the – I'm not hot enough for that. And uh, it just is what it is. I'm not what they're looking for. You should – you never know, buddy. They get a glimpse of that Patron poster in the back. Erotic. Love Island. Erotic. Love Island crowns its new king. <laughs> Here's Here, you drop this and just hand me the crown. <laughs> Straight for it. All right, oh, man. Yeah, I think we right, wandered, wandered on enough. Yeah. 
Uh, thanks well, to all our listeners in Belgium. And, hey, you um, know what? Before yeah. we go, I wrote this down, and I'd hate to have written it down for no reason. So mm. I was counting earlier. Um, first of all, how many states do you think the Big If has been downloaded in thus far? Um, I'm going to say the teens. Maybe 13. Is that ambitious? 22. Whoa, we've got almost half the union. Including Washington, D.C. So I included Washington and D.C. in there. So 22. Props the to uh, of power in the United States. Props to uh, we got one in Idaho. There was one in Vegas. I don't know what happened there. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the Missouri's been having some, ba- some contacts in Vegas. Maybe someone. Maybe someone. Oh. OK. And um, how many countries at this point do you think the big if has been downloaded in? You can also say 13. Uh, that's a little ambitious. We're at 10 right now, as far as I can tell. We got Canada, Jamaica, the United States, Trinidad and Tobago, Nigeria, Ireland, England, Belgium, South Africa, and India. Well, you've got Trinidad and Tobago, which I would count as two. And then Ireland is like split into four countries. Yeah, but we only got one of them. We're going to play it straight up, man. We're not going to inflate right. the numbers. It's 10. 10 but my question is japan what are you doing where you at egypt i'm calling you you out i'm calling you out um okay if if someone in sweden stumbles upon this episode and downloads it if we get no if we get three downloads in sweden in that same week time span i will get a tattoo of the outline of the Swedish border somewhere on my body. Wow. I'm calling you out, oh Sweden. Oh, my gosh. Sweden, get Where on it. Oh, All my right. gosh. If that happens, uh, I'm just going to be filled with glee. <laughs> I hope I'm not writing checks that my fucking ass can't cash. It's probably going to end up on your ass if that's, where, if that's what's going on. That'd be great if Sweden just bombarded us and we had, like, 200 just from sweden and they cashed both bets <laughs> and they're like well these guys are great they need their own tv show about podcasting in sweden thanks finn thanks for telling a friend Sven. that's thanks, the only finn. swedish name i could come up with gunther Go- <laughs> is that yeah or austrian even gunther but i bet i bet there's a couple gunthers in sweden I'm calling you out, Sven and Gunther. Download the podcast, Sven. What the fuck is your problem? If there are 10 sets of Svens and Gunthers in Sweden that download the Big If podcast by the time that we record our next one, I'll get an outline of any country that they choose somewhere tattooed on my body. I will get a portrait of both Sven and Gunther if they can prove to me that that's their name and they listened to the podcast, you send me a, you send me. They've got to listen to some of the backlog just to let us know that they're fans. Yeah. Don't take the easy way out. Finn. Listen to multiple episodes and you and Gunter's face. Yeah. You're going to love it. (laughs) All right. That this is is ridiculous. Punctuation mark at the end of this episode, I believe. Oh, it's what it needed. Cherry on top. It's been great catching up with you. I'm going to go make a plan with my girl, Jolice. 
Shout out Cassie Moore. Shout out Jolice. Shout out Zvin. Shout out Gunther. Shout out, shout out TMA. To Apple nah. Uh, uh, and Taylor Swift. And, Taylor and Swift. Swift. I'm sorry about what Please I said earlier. Shout out TMA. Hire me. I'm ready to come work for you. Let's go. Easy. Love it. Love it. Thanks again, Esters, and we'll catch you next time.